This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. You have been listening to Respect for the Dead Man by Pay Money to My Pain. From the, It's an opening for Nobunagan, which is one of the anime series that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, before that, this is, again, Otaku Spirit from otakuspirit.com. Uh, my name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And again, you can go to the website to get all of our news, reviews, impressions, everything that we have anime-related. It's there. Uh, we also have a forum that we just launched recently, so go on there if you want to leave us any comments, questions, anything you want it to re- in respect to the podcast, we'll try to answer your questions. Y'all can just go ahead and join and, and, and just become a part of the community that we want to try and build. Yeah, it's it's new, so it's not like it's going to look like there's a lot of people on there, but uh, we're definitely there to, to talk with you guys at least, so you're, you know you're going to get engaged somehow, so yeah. Definitely. Do we have anything else that we've done recently? I mean, we've done a lot of stuff. We also have a mobile app or a mobile version of the website, so you can easier browse it on your phones. But I think that's it. Is that all of our announcements? Pretty much for right now. Okay. And a lot of anime watching. <laughs> so there's a lot of first impressions on there. Uh, we're trying to do, uh, trying to kind of lock down the the good shows that we want to pretty much cover on a on a weekly basis as we get more episodes. Kind of something new. Might might wear us out, but we're we're trying to keep up with each episode, so stay tuned for that. I guess the other announcement is that uh, we had quite a successful week in the website. Uh, we had, I think our highest was eight, almost eight hundred views in one day. So yeah. I'm excited about that brand new website. Just started this this month, yeah, and it's already getting a lot of views, and it's all thanks to you guys. Thank you for checking us out and seeing what we're all about and reading our blabbing <laughs> somebody somebody read our blabbing um but yeah let's let's jump right into this we have this is our winter 2014 uh first impressions yes and uh part one this, yeah part one we're gonna have a other sections covering other anime we're not gonna do it all in one go it's our new our new setup so you don't have to worry about trying to digest 50 shows in one go so we can talk more about each one of them Give a better perspective on them. Uh, but we're going to start that off with uh, Hamatora, which is, uh, 
I described it as darker than black meets get backers. Pretty much. Everyone's got the same feel. <laughs> it, 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 it literally has the same feel. It, it has um, almost, almost, what did they call it in darker than black? Um, um, oh, I forget. It was like where a, they have to do something in order. Kind of an they use, thing. When they use their power, they have to do something. Right. Um, and this has almost the same feel. Like they have to do. Have they really specifically said they have to do it yet? I mean, they're doing it, but I don't know if I've ever seen them actually, because I haven't seen the last recent episode. That last episode, I didn't see it at all. Oh. Yeah, so I know, I I know like, right off the bat, you had the guy was putting on his headphone, or his headset, and that was when he did, and he would click his fingers, and he would use his ability. Um, I guess before we get into all that stuff, we should probably talk about the show itself. <laughs> Do you want to give a rundown on the plot? Um, it, whatever plot there is. I mean, it's it, pretty episodic. I, I, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to get ready to say. Um, it, it's about a group of minimal, minimum holders, which, um, minimum holders are effectively people who have the ability to perform minor miracles. Um, they start a detective agency and they pretty much solve mysteries involving minimum holders. Um, just think of it like private eyes that, are pretty much involved in these abilities. Yeah, it was pretty much a private eye because they, they would somebody would have to come in and say, "Here's some money. If, can you help me with this?" It was it was it was paid work. It wasn't like they were a government organization or anything. They're just the person comes to the bar and says, "I'm missing. My, my teacher's missing. Can you help me? Here's a piggy bank." Yeah. Okay. Sure. We'll help you find him. Kind of thing. And this this. I mean, the, the the first episode involves um, solving a mystery involving a rich family, and they have a safe that they want to open, but they can't seem to figure out how to open it, because the guy who had the combination died, and at the same time, they have a, a, a little girl who's being hunted by minimum holders, and... Strangely enough, these, uh, spoiler, uh, these two cases are actually involved in each other, although it's not really known at the beginning of the show. And this seems to be kind of a, um, a revolving theme through all of the episodes that I've seen so far. I mean, did you get that same impression? I think the Pretty second episode did the exact same thing. Somebody asked them for help, pay money. Usually it's either not enough money and the one person's like, I'm going to do it anyways. They go out, they solve the issue, and then they go back to the bar. Like, like I said, it, it, it had a huge, besides the minimum thing, which I believe is just, it barks out darker than black, the the aspect of the them taking jobs felt just like get-backers. Because at get-backers, they were in a bar, and people would come in and say, I need help with this, and they would help it. And there's your phone again. I tried to hit it as fast as possible. Every time. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's the gist of the show itself. Um, I'm, I want to say that I dropped it. Um, I, I did want to see where the whole thing went with the, the guy that's gathering the meat the, the minimum or the, what do they call them again? The, the minimum holders or some guy that's gathering them, uh, trying to accumulate powers or something. But other than that, it really just felt extremely episodic and I just wasn't into something like that, especially since I've watched Darker Than Black, I've watched Get Backers, I've gotten my fill of those, and it didn't feel. I think if it felt as dark as Dark in the Black, I might have went with it. But it doesn't feel very dark. It feels very. It doesn't 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 seem like it's taking itself seriously, even though there are some really. 
there is troubling a definite, aspects there, to it. Yeah, there is a definite dark tone to it. But the the funny thing is, is that it's the characters. This this is the the frustrating thing about this show is, um, I when, in my final thoughts, I I I, I pointed at, I point out that. You know, this is an example of um, why I say characters can make or break a show. Um, one of the things that you'll notice right away when you're going through these three episodes is um, the characters. There's not a lot of strong character building. I was hoping that you weren't going to say there was strong characters. There is. Because I'm like, there is there not is strong not. characters. Um, and they're, they're not likable. They're they, not. There's nothing and, connecting. And that's actually what I, I, I was getting ready to say is the characters give off this aura of not really caring about what's going on. Right. They, yeah, they take the cases or this one guy who's... I would suppo- say it's overconfidence, but at the same yeah, time, it's, meh. It, it comes off as cool and uncaring, and, and these characters don't seem like they really want to do anything. They just, uh, there's some money there. And, and the one character who actually acts like he cares doesn't act like he cares either he's just taking the 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 small job almost out it feels like he's doing it out of spite to he's show like a everybody. naruto yeah he's like, like i'm gonna help you guys because i want to meet this teacher really well, he's not he's not that genki i mean he's just well that's what he this is essentially what he said was i'll take this job because i want to meet this teacher yeah it, it really it it, it the third episode was the same way it's like he's gonna go and do something else just because i mean it, it it comes off very very. With the last episode, was it still episodic? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, it, although it did go into the new care, the new the new thing that we the guy that's gathering. Yes, yeah. it did actually discuss that, which is about the only thing that is holding my interest at this moment. Everything else about this show, the like I said, the characters are really breaking the show. They're not selling it at all. So. Take it for what it is. The world is interesting, but it's it, the characters are not going to huh art style. I don't think that I particularly cared for it. Uh, very very sharp edges as far as I can, if as far as I can remember, I'd have to see a picture of it right off the top of my head. But I think it's pretty much sharp edges on all the characters, and I don't particularly care for it. Yeah, I, I it didn't stand out too much for me, so that's why I kind of assume that it, i didn't we didn't even we haven't even done an impression so i can't even look it up <laughs> that's how much i don't care about it i haven't done an impression yet which i guess i should because i have to put the negatives in with the, the positives um but yeah not not very memorable in art direction i i think the characters were pretty decent looking i i, mean, I, I do like, the, like i like the design I do of like, the, I the do. cat girl the the girl that eats all the time and the main character i kind of like his design but yeah i don't, don't think i the main character, for. when he does his ability, it, it, it is kind of a cool That's effect. cool, yeah. But is that worth the entire thing? No. Psychedelic the colors <laughs> all the time. Maybe it'll be a good show then. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, our next one we're going to go into is Super Sonico <laughs> The Animation. Now, this one is about... What was the girl's name? I totally forget. Fan Service Chan. Fan Service Chan? Yeah. No, I think it's Supersonico. Moe-chan? Yeah. I think it's Supersonico, yeah. <laughs> uh, if For those that don't know, Supersonico is basically a... Was a spokesperson, was a mascot for a, uh, a company that was in Japan. Nitro Plus, I think. Sounds right. Um, and 
so yeah, you can't really expect too much out of a show that is supposed to be based off of a mascot that really has no story whatsoever to her, other than the fact that she looks appealing to certain people and she sells products with that that appeal. So yeah, as we as we butcher this one <laughs> somewhat, uh, keep that in mind. I, we weren't expecting much out of this show, so. Anybody else shouldn't be expecting anything out of this show. Um, but yeah, this is basically Supersonico is a girl that has a pair of headsets that are part of her body. Permanently embedded. I, I mean, mean, they showed pictures of her as an infant, and they she already had them on. And I guess they grow <laughs> with her. Um, she was born with a headset on. <laughs> she's equipped with ballistics. And she has shorts that have pockets that hang out the, the side pockets, of them. The pockets. Oh my gosh, the pockets. <laughs> she's always late for school. She goes to school. She's supposed to be And she smart. has like 50 alarms to wake her up, and yeah. she still doesn't wake up. And then she has like she 10 cats, cats to try to wake her up. Yeah, she she's always late for school. She's supposedly good at school because it seems like the teacher's okay with her being late. And I'm not sure if that's because he likes her. I haven't... Have they established that yet? I don't know. Okay. Um, No, they didn't. It it just... That was like a five-minute part where they actually talk about her in school and everything else has been... Well, we'll get into that soon. (laughs) Um, She also works as as at a agency for being her model, model, selling products with pictures. Um, And she also does some films. has a lot of things going on, honestly. I'm I'm trying to get through it all. (laughs) After that, she goes and works part-time at her grandma's restaurant, which she's very much liked there. And she actually cooks there, too. And then she's also in a band. Did I miss anything? Have they revealed any new jobs for her? Or things that she does? Modeling, band, work, school, restaurant. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. So uh, far. I, I guess she's she's <laughs> also helped with local children to learn street safety. Yeah, I think she did that too. <laughs> I, 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 it's one of those moments where you're like, is this real? Like, the mother walks up and says, oh, hi, Supersonico Chad. I'm so sorry. It's like, don't look at her. Don't look at her. She's she's not clothed all the way or something. I mean, she, <laughs> she's not too bad, I guess, unless she's modeling. No, she, I mean, even when, and, and this is... Uh, I I mean when I did when I did my quick thoughts on this it, it was like plot fan service genre pan, fan service intro is fan service girl goes and does something fan servicey but you know when it comes down to it um this this show is very light comparatively <laughs> I mean it's a lot when, better when, than when I you, thought it was going to yeah, be Yeah I I was I was fully expecting doggone um What's that show? the The show that we butchered last season um, uh, couldn't couldn't be a hero. So I went and oh, I yeah. was fully expecting something as bad as that. I just that's what I was expecting. I guess it's they don't get too crude with it. A, bad. A it's not crude. It. It's not crude. It is, but it is. Don't get me wrong. This is nine hundred percent full uh, full on fan service. That's all it is. Um, she gets into situations that are uncomfortable. It doesn't reveal anything, but it is there. So yeah, you just be fully expecting that. I mean, and I, I, there's no plot. So it's not like I can sit here and go, 
there's something to drive it. it, It's just fan service. This is one of those things that I actually want to point out because it goes to show you how fan servicey this show is. The beach episode, the fabled beach episode, is in the third episode. Now I'm going to I'm going to counter that with the fact that technically in the first episode she was in a bathing suit, but she was not at the beach. But you could have put a backdrop of a beach <laughs> behind her, and she was technically oh, holding. And a to Wii top U. it off. At the beach episode, she was attacked by tentacle monsters. Yes, she was. <laughs> and it it touched her. <laughs> Wasn't too bad. But yeah, I, it, I don't quite understand who this show's for. I mean, unless she's really like a cute character and just semi-fan service. I mean, not, not crude fan service. She is cute. If don't you want that, there she, you go. But... Outside of that, I mean, it's not enough fan service that people that really want fan service are going to like it. It's not enough anything else to make anybody else like it. So she's 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 cute, but she's not dynamic in any way, shape, or form. So it's not like she's actually building on her character. She is just who she is. I think the only thing I really enjoyed about the show was the manager guy. He was kind of funny. He was he is actually kind of cool because <laughs> they would they would have her do something that's outside of the contract, and he would show up with his flaming hair and <laughs> lack of eyes with he looks mask like mask on he looks like if goku was like not as buff and he had a mask on it would be him yeah there's a there's a character out there that he resembles i can't re- remember and then he has and he has a he has a katana he yeah. actually pulled it out <laughs> yeah i seen that i seen that particular section of the show while i was watching it in your room but yeah it's i don't i dropped it and I don't really see any purpose to it whatsoever. So take that as you will. I will have a very hard time watching it. If if I do a re- uh, review, it won't be good. I, I can tell you that. Unless something magically happens in the next episode or two. Good luck. <laughs> and it's probably going to be a Magical Girl episode. <laughs> and then he'll be hooked on it. Anyways. She turns into a lolly. Then I might like it. <laughs> Moving on to the next one is The Pilot's Love Song. Uh, this was one of the ones that, um, at first glance, um, I was pretty hooked on it. I had a lot of uh, reservations on it uh, because it looked like it was going to become a, a school setting kind of thing, but it has not. Uh, this one basically covers uh, Kal-El. He is going with his sister to what's called the, uh, the, the floating island called Isla. And this is part of the kingdom of... They're not actually brother and sister, though. Right. They're family. They're family. Well, yeah, from the very start, you kind of get a hint by how he is addressing the father that he's not really, they're not really blood related, but that it doesn't really matter so much because luckily it does not look like they're going to have a Siscon Brocon thing going on. They have, they've completely separated the two. So that fear has gone. Partly why I thought it was going to be a Siscon Brocon thing was because the girl, Ariel, which is the sister, her voice is the same girl from uh, uh, Orimo. What was her name again? Kur- Kirito? Or- Kirino. Kirino, yeah. Stands out like a sore thumb. It does not fit her character design at all, but I've gotten over that. But anyways, this is the kingdom of Balsteros. Uh As they're flying to... Isla, the, the floating island, which they're going to be going to, to for Flight Academy so they can become part of the Aerial Knights. 
um, he ends up catching a glimpse of this this one uh, girl that looks like she's kind of like a priestess, and her name is Nina Viento, and he has a huge hatred for her, and it, they haven't quite they don't quite reveal why that is until about episode three, um, but essentially Kellel is the was the prince of the previous leadership of the kingdom of Baustros. Um, so that your main character was basically dethroned by uh, a revolution, which they call the Wind Revolution. Um, but he, yeah, he's going to this academy. They haven't quite revealed why exactly he's going there. Um, his, his his sister kind of revealed or kind of hints at the idea that they're wanting to go see what these people call is the end of the sky. I believe it's called the sky's end. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, they're. They're going to the academy, knowing that the island itself on that the academy is on is going to this sky's end. It's kind of a a, a journey of the kingdoms ex- exploring the ends of the world, kind of thing. It's kind of a you know what was it Columbus kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So when they get to the island, uh, that's when I was kind of starting getting a little bit scared because it looked like it was going to become a school kind of thing. Um, he ends up meeting uh, Claire at this school. And quickly, very quickly, they kind of fall in love. Very cute. Claire is a very cute character. I really enjoyed her kind of her stuttery nervousness that she had. I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, that's really all I'm really going to go into it. Uh, again, Kalel, he was a, the prince of the kingdom before it was overtaken by this kingdom. Now he's essentially becoming a aerial knight within that kingdom. Um, and they kind of started hinting at the idea that there's rumors going around that the dethroned prince is still alive, and he's on the island to kill Nina Viento. Um, and he kind of shrugs that off, like, "No, that couldn't happen because he's dead, right?" Well, he's not really dead because he's the main character. So yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot just because I like the characters. I end up running into a really bad spoiler on Wikipedia, so if you're listening to this and going, "What's Pilot's love song?" Stay away from the Wikipedia site. It has the manga information in it. And I'm not going to say it, it's totally ruined the show for me, but there is one thing in it that's kind of like, oh, I wish I didn't know that because now it's kind of killing a certain character. Um, not killing off a character, just killing it as a character. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. It's It's got a, it's got a lot of depth to the world. I'm enjoying the characters. And I want to see, see where everything goes, especially being that he was dethroned, what he's planning on doing. Um, they kind of hinted at the very beginning, they had a flash forward scene where he was fighting for basically Isla, which is this place that essentially is his, his old kingdom. So kind of wondering how he's going to end up flip flopping there. What do you think? I personally, I watched the first episode. I don't remember if I watched uh, Yeah, I did watch the second episode. I, I it personally it didn't work for me and I ended up kind of dropping it. Um I may well, wait, pick I'm it up. watching a show that you dropped. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it just it it did did I would give the third episode a try just because the third episode is where it starts to go, hey, here is the story and this is why you're going to like Kellel. I mean, I, I probably will give it I, I probably will give it another shot at some point, but as it stands right now. It just it wasn't working for me. It was very very slow. Um, some points, I mean, I mean, 
they were dropping the hints at at different points and and Andrew actually ended up telling me what the what he ended up bumping into and he doesn't care about spoilers. <laughs> I don't at all. I I don't care about spoilers one bit. Um and honestly it that adds another element that does seem interesting to me. They'll probably reveal it in the next episode cuz I mean like I can't see I can't one? see them I can't see see them holding that that card very long hey, because that's going to cause uh, at least till conflict. five yeah I can see that well especially the the second spoiler there's two character reveals that I've seen that I didn't like um, but yeah I, now the that other one yeah I can see them holding that card for a while a good long while the male or the female the male no I see that one earlier I see that right next episode I can see the female happening probably five or six but the the problem that the only problem i'm seeing right now is that i think they reveal their cards too quick um the third episode is where they basically reveal everything about his past his his losing his kingdom and how it happened and the fear that i have was it almost felt like they were like here is the cards and i was like okay that's cool but what else do you have because i mean you just revealed most of the story right there so i hope they have more there's a lot more to it. I mean, the end of the sky, who they're going to be running into, that they're going to end up fighting, um, how he's going to uh, deal with Nina Viento. There's a lot of different things they can still explore. But like I said, it just seemed like they were like, here is the cards. And it almost makes me fearful of where it's going to go next. So I'll have to see. I'm enjoying it. So I'll keep I'll keep up posting updates on the, the website. So be sure to check that out as they come up. And with that said, we will go on to Nobunogon, a show that you actually probably dropped, and I actually no, I just haven't got around to it. <laughs> um, I'm so I'm so on the fence on this one. I've been on the fence ever since I watched the first episode. I don't know what it is that's keeping me on the fence, not jumping off. But anyway, it, it's not getting any better. So yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> you're sticking on the fence. You're gonna keep. Well, going the, on the, the problem fence. I had with the first episode was the art style, and the problem I had with the second episode was. Um, it got slow, and then the third episode it was like, oh, training days. Yeah. Anyway, well, you, you tell us about it. The fourth episode, they go right into a battle. So, um, that's how it was is, looking at the end of three. So, <laughs> big shock. Huh? <laughs> um, this is about a girl who um uh, goes on effectively goes on a school trip. I, I'm going to keep this as kind of short. I don't want to get too involved in it. Um. A girl that goes on a school trip, she gets involved in a world prote- protection organization that um, fights extreme monsters that pretty much are coming out of the oceans. Um, the organization is called Dugu or Dagu or Dugu, something like that. Um, Beats me. Against, I didn't know they had. Uh, oh yeah, it was uh, the 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 ones that came up from below. Or, I don't remember the invaders. Yeah, they they're evolved uh, weird creatures that come out of out of the ocean. Um, I'll find it as you talk. <laughs> Evolutionary evasion objects. They are the dogo, the dogus, d o g o o's. Excuse me. Anyway, uh, this is pretty much a multi or multinational organization um, that effectively um collects 
What? I'm sorry. I I was reading the the explanation of Dogu and its defense organization against outer objects. And yes, you got that right. I said against, not gangst. They actually lowercase the A and uppercase the G and against so that it's a G (laughs) rather than Deo. Oh, anyways, that was stupid. I'm sorry. That is very stupid. I I remember seeing a a thing in the background on one of them where they were talking on the TV or something, and I I thought that was kind of goofy, but it's one of those things. It's like, okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, this the organization um, seems to be ran by some kind of an alien or something like that, and the alien is... A gigantic bunny. Yeah, gigantic bunny. <laughs> Are you talking about the black eyed girl? No, it's bunny. I don't it's know. I don't know who was something. leading it. Yeah. It, well, I get the impression it's an alien. He, obviously, he's outside of time, or he doesn't have to worry about time because he's been around since Novunagan was alive. Um, gathered his uh, genes, DNA, DNA. <laughs> he did not steal his genes. They did not have genes back then. Anyway, what it comes down to is she she is inheriting um, Nobagana's uh, passion, power, whatever you want to call it. She gets it, and um, so she she ends up having a special weapon that is powered by him or his life energy. I don't know. It never really got into all that crap. It just they call it the E gene. <laughs> um. At any rate, she uh, she seems to be very powerful, um, and she and they just effectively kill these weird monsters that are coming out of the ocean. Now, that being said, artwork on the first episode, I did not like the artwork. It had this overlay thing effect that was driving me up the wall. The second episode, it kind of tapered off. And then by the third episode, I, I either I've gotten used to it and I haven't noticed it in the last two episodes, or they finally got rid of it and they stopped doing it. Yeah, they maybe, pretty much got rid of it. They maybe they ran out of the budget that they were using to over exaggerate that crap. But I haven't noticed it in a while. Um, so that being said, the rest of the artwork is it's not particularly one of the ones that I care for, but it is different in its own right. Um, Animations are fairly... They're a mix between um, stills and overly obnoxiously awesome. So it's almost (laughs) like... Overly obnoxious awesome. (laughs) I guess you can go with that. They they do. It's like they, they, they go, okay, you have $500 to do this action sequence. Okay, well, we want to do it really awesome at this part because it's like the best part. So let's do steals for 10 minutes and then we'll do three minutes oh, worth of oh, really we awesome. Have, we, have this, <laughs> we have this clip that we, we already animated over here of her uh, showing her face while she's shooting and it flashing in front of her face. <laughs> we'll just repeat that one over here and over here and that'll take care of about six minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and honestly, this—that's it. It is that—that's the truth. It—it it does feel like I do see a lot of the same animations, and it—they do tend to, um, but it doesn't seem to bother me too much, though. It doesn't really bother me that much. It, the storyline, is 
moderately shallow. I haven't really seen anything. They have a good, um, what's it the really world? It really just seems like she is basically the crust of the entire story. I mean, it doesn't seem like, nothing else really seems all that interesting. It seems like a typical, here's a random school kid that gets powers and he's, then the person saves the world kind of thing. But it really does, for me anyway, seem like it's more about her than anything else. Her getting into well, the situation, I think her learning is, how to use it. This is it. actually something that I was actually going to discuss with you earlier, but I completely forgot about it. Um, one of the things that I noticed is her character by itself, and almost all of the other characters, are actually very shallow. However, yeah. one thing that I did notice is that it, it having a dark undertone um, actually lends itself to you actually caring for her as a character. It's it's actually a really strange twist in actually realizing that. Um, and I noticed that through a lot of the darker shows that I've seen. Characters themselves are not really all that built very well, but the darker tone tend, and, and situation, darker situations tend to make you naturally care for that character a little bit more. I didn't care too much for her. But it's because you've only watched two episodes. Oh, one episode is going to suddenly make you, oh my gosh, I love her now. It must have been the guy with the picture, huh? Did she ever get the picture back? <laughs> the pictures, come on. She got pictures taken You're so over. weird, man. <laughs> pictures taken over. You, but you're a cyn- you're, you're cynic, so. Yeah, but yeah, I I really, in, I, I, I like her as a character. I'm not, not saying that I hate her or anything, but it she was seemed like it turned out that she was the only thing I really cared about anything outside of that. I will say one big plus on the show though, turn the volume up because that gravity lady. Oh man. Bass. Yeah. Boom. I was, that was epic. And actually, uh, I did want to, I keep bumping that. Um, I did want to point out that the, my pick for opening of this season so far I haven't found one that is better. It's it's not honestly that it's particularly great, but my pick because everything else is kind of weak. It is pretty pretty weak season. It's <laughs> pretty much this like, one. You like actually, even though the best ones from last season they they got rid of on Tokyo Ravens, and now the new ones like meh. And um, actually, you guys heard the song from it uh, in the intro. That was that that one, and it is a it is a pretty good little opening. So yeah, anything else on that one? Um, no, it's pretty much the artwork. Pretty much lends itself to the darker, uh, darker tone. It does have an edgy feel. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. All right, we'll move on to World Conquest uh, Zvezda. I was almost gonna say Vesda. It's Zvezda plot which is probably the worst word in the world to have to say, but it's Zvezda. I'm going to I'm gonna save everybody a whole bunch of trouble. Just go ahead and watch it. It's a lolly w- that builds an organization bent on world domination. How could you go wrong with a lolly trying to take over the world? Besides Inari Konkon, this one is definitely the one that I'm enjoying the most out of this season. It is... Because it, she's already conquered you. 
It's 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 well, all even, it's all done and when, over with. Even You've when been you made conquered. the preview thing, I was like, <laughs> "That's the show I want to watch." Out, out of all that list, I was like, "I'm already sold." The the, the, the description I even think even said Lolly working to conquer the world. It's like okay, yeah, but yeah. That, that's basically the gist of the story. But it is uh, it starts off right off the bat. You meet uh, Asta Jimon. He apparently is a runaway from his home. Uh, he ends up bumping into uh, Hashimiya Kate. Or is it Kato? I think they say Kato. Uh, she, and this is during a, a military lockdown, and he bumps into her, and she looks like she's about to pass out. He gives her some food. And to thank him, she basically says her, she gives him a rundown of her big, grandiose plans to take over the world, all while standing on a bicycle with training wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, he kind of brushes it off, but... Soon enough, he finds himself at the end of a bunch of barrels of cannons from the military's tanks. And she shows up and concocts this gigantic hand that slams on these military guys and conquers marks them, them as conquered. <laughs> and they, their hearts change. She's conquered them. It's, uh, I think the biggest draw I have in this show is the fact that of, of, Kate, of Kate, she's just got the greatest dialogue she the way she talks about things it it gets everybody riled up around her and the way she explains things is just so funny i think she even made a reference to uh uh lincoln was it lincoln lincoln yeah. yes lincoln she said he's like you're you're just sounding like you're just you're just repeating lincoln and she's like well the only thing different or the only thing that lincoln had wrong was that he couldn't stop bullets or something like that yeah Oh my gosh, that was wrong. And the funny thing is, at first I didn't catch it, and then I actually thought about it for a split second. It was like, oh, that was so wrong. Yeah, because she (laughs) she basically stops a bullet with with her super gigantic uh, conquering hand. And yeah, she just turns around and says that, and it's like, oh, that's just wrong. (laughs) wrong. Um, Yeah, I mean, the writing in this show is just hilarious and well put together. Not really hilarious, it's just, it's funny. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's hilarious. Uh, the second in- episode I, I kind of enjoyed. They, they, I was kind of craving them to do more of, of you know, conquering. Uh, third episode, they really jumped into that whole idea of, of showing how powerful she is in, in persuading people. Uh, she ends up making the entire district uh, band together to, to outcast the smokers because she doesn't like smokers. And it did feel really preachy at first, but it, it kind of got silly in the way it was laid out so i i I still enjoyed it i'm just i'm hoping to see more of that aspect of her conquering thing because i think that whole ploy is just hilarious the way she does it i mean she's a little lolly it 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 it, if the 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 idea behind this i this show really feeds well into um what the show is actually doing and it and it and it works really well the uh, the lighthearted feel, um, the 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 character charisma works really well. Um, the the funny thing that I I I I did get catch. And I don't know if you you've caught the same thing is that there's that um, they they've hinted at this this opposing faction. There is the main faction that we both know about. That's the one that has the 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 uh his his friend his friend oh, is the, the white 
the white lights. Yeah, the white lights. We we already know that they're there, but there is actually a uh, there's hinting at an opposing faction that is not them. The the thing that that I it'll, it'll be his dad, huh? It'll be his dad. His dad, yeah. <laughs> he made he made a comment to his dad like right at the beginning of the the first episode where he's like, "Why don't you just go take over the world?" And I thought it was just like a joke because what the show's called, but. There might be an underlining thing we're starting to kind of develop a, a theory on that. Well, one of the things that I, I wanted to point out is is that there's a um, this sense that that let me let me get to the, the other point is right now it is a very very episodic show. Um, yes, nothing is nothing is really truly moving the main plot. However, this. It should be noted that this is not really something that you're going to feel episode to episode. You're you're just going to I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just going right on along with the show. I I enjoy it. I, I don't I don't have a problem with the episodic feel. I mean, it doesn't feel episodic cuz I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it for each episode what it is. I mean, it's just really her finding some random thing and conquering it and it's it's really silly that they the writing and everything fits to it. So it doesn't feel like Oh, monster of the episode! It's really exactly just what they're going to do this episode. It's never what are we going to uh, so far. It's not what are we going to conquer today. They've only done that once. It's just here's a situation. So let's go with it. Yeah, and and that and that's that's really kind of what I wanted to say is I I don't feel like it. Although I, it, it is episodic. It doesn't feel episodic to me. Um, now at the same time, there is this overarching theme that is present and foreboding i is the best way i can describe it you actually feel like there's something going to happen that is going and well, i mean they laid out right at the beginning it's like it's already happened she she does eventually conquer the world well that now see how it gets there kind of thing well that's not really what i was pointing out but yeah i i that that is a given she is going to take over the world what i was talking about is this the opposing faction number one and the 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 white lights. I something is going to happen to spark this huge explosion between the. I still think that there's an opposing faction. There has not actually been anything that's set in stone that says that there is the white lights. We do know about them, but something's going to happen. Well, it could be that eventually the leadership of the white lights decides to be that opposing faction and might be contrary to what the white peacock and. And Yellow Swan, or whatever their names are, doesn't like, but there's, there's nothing they're going to be able to do about it. And they'll probably have to hold the whole deciding which who you're going to side by kind of thing. I, I really enjoy the, char- the, the character designs. Um, I think they have some really good designs. Uh, it is quite a simplistic look to the animation, which doesn't bother me too much because I, I enjoy the character designs. So it, it all meshes well. Um, there's a little, very little use of uh, CG in like vehicles and and like her conquering hands, so it, it doesn't get too pushy there. Um, so I I am enjoying the visual design of it so far. I love this show. I I mean I don't know if anybody's caught it. I I love, I love it. her voice too. <laughs> I love her voice. I I'm sorry. She her she's she's just like Coco from uh, Golden Time. I mean. She had one of the most. Th- this girl has one of the best entrances ever. I mean, for her to come in on a doggone uh, uh, bicycle, <laughs> bicycle with tra- training, wheels. training wheels and start 
talking about how she was going to take how she was going to take a yeah the transformation is hilarious i mean you get the whole magical girl thing going on you know little sparkles and her kind of twirling around and sure enough all of a sudden here comes a hand pushing her shoe on a hand handing her her glove and you kind of realize that it's not magically coming on her there's somebody sitting there putting on every single part (laughs) of her clothing in front of everybody it's just goofy Way too goofy. Except for her little mask thing. That's kind of a little weird. Don't quite I, 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 I love the show. I hope that it does well. I, 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 I Yeah, the, like I said, the last episode kind of had me fearing that it would become preachy. I doubt that. I doubt that that's going to be a constant thing. I, that was probably yeah, just Don't that smoke, one. people. Apparently, smoking is bad for <laughs> some of us. Selfish people with no souls. <laughs> they can't be conquered because they have no souls. Yeah, it was a little goofy. Is that all of the shows that we're doing? Yep. Wow. Five shows. Yeah, it comes around the right amount right amount of time, so that works out. Um, again, this is from uh, takuspirit.com. You can go there for all of our news reviews and coverage of all these shows and more. We're doing our regular uh, impressions on each episode for the ones that we're covering the most, uh, so you can get the full scoop on each one of those. Um, and again, we have a forum there. Be sure to check us out there. Leave a post. We'll we'll be glad to respond to you. Um, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Zerul36, Z-E-R-U-E-L 36, and he's at... At California underscore Wolf. Yes, that is correct. And closing us out in this episode is going to be... Bijomia, sir, wow. Bijomania. Bijomania? Bijomania. Bijomania. Um, by Aoyuki. Um, I actually recognize that name. Um, and that is the closing song for She is really cute. World I did Conquest see the Z- Zvezda plot. What? I did see the the video for that. It, it she is really cute. Mm. I think I recognized her name too, but I really recognize the name. I probably have another song from her. But yeah, that is the closing song for this episode and we hope you enjoy listening to it. And be sure to check us back again as we do our next episode, which would be next week, hopefully, yes. if everything goes as planned. Where we will be doing five more. And if you have not yet, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Zoom. You just search us. We are Otaku Spirit Anime Cast, and you can find us. We pop right up there. It has a little cute Azunya picture, and it says Otaku Spirit Podcast. Take care, everybody. Good night. Good night.